0: You have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host.
1: Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week.
2: Hi everyone, hi there. Um welcome to the Flats and Shanks podcast. I'm the first half. Flats, and he's the second half. Shanks.
3: Quite a subdued intro there, Dave. I mean Yeah,
2: it, I'm pretty laid back.
3: Is that reflected in your views of of lockdown?
2: No, I just I thought I'd try and be quick and quiet, just I'm trying to finish off a mug of Earl Grey before we properly start.
3: Mm. Okay, so let me know when we properly start. And just mm. bring the energy. You know, like you now, do. Now, yeah. here okay. we go. One, two, to the raving Are crew. What we do, we do for you. Don't drink and drive, stay
2: alive. Yeah, we're on a booze cruise in Falaraki. Listen for the base injection.
3: It. This way, that way, every direction. Underground, what a sensation. Into the night is a new dimension. Just a little bit of um, freestyling of what I used to do years ago.
2: Yeah. Mm. I, I Googled, actually, before we came on, lyrics to... A little bit of luck.
3: Mm. Ta-nani, CJ, like ta-nani, an MC tanani. Tanani, Tanani, ta-nani. ta-nani mm.
2: but it was like hollow with a rinsing sound. Hollow I thought it was gonna be I thought it was hollow with the rinsing sound. And I thought it they said mixing as well. It turns out they do. They mix it up, rinsing and mixing. Really? Yeah, I was I was training, I was training like a dog out there. Um and that was came on and I thought this is a great tune. Well done me for putting that on my extended playlist for the gym. Mm. Um and I thought, what are they actually saying, those buggers? Now we know, boy.
3: Yeah, well, actually, I will have to Google that as well, because I don't actually know what they're saying. Um, but I've got it on a playlist I have for when I'm not injured and I'm rowing in the garage. Um, yeah. But then I also have stuff like Drops of Jupiter and Nothing Excuse Else me. Matters by Metallica. So.
2: Ooh, heavy. Let me ask you something, fella. Mm. Um, it's going to start off with a statement, and it's going to come to a question. Mm. I did a bit of weights outside this afternoon, and... My elbows are absolutely killing me, mm. and you you emailed me asking me for elbow advice. Mm-hmm. I gave you some. Mm-hmm. What was it, and how's it paid off for you?
3: It was to get an elbow sleeve, is what you said. Um, mm. I mean, the analogy is a lot like sort of shaving your legs, really. I think is that it doesn't really do much, but boy, does it look good. Does it make you look the part?
2: <laughs> yeah.
3: I mean, I'm looking at myself in the mirror when I row because that's how I like to row. Um, mm. it just, I just find it motivates me that little bit more. Um, and, mm. God, I look like Cobra. I look like Cobra. I look like Shadow when I've been outside for a little bit in the sun. Shaft. Hunter. Yeah. Wolf. I look like a gladiator, all right? And yeah. I really did that look. And I reckon it, it just gives me that extra 10%.
2: Okay. That's Mm. good to know. So you're happy with the sleeve. That's good.
3: Yeah, I'm happy with the sleeve, although I had to give up rowing this morning. Um, I found Mm. the first 500 quite tough, and then I thought, wow, arms hurting a bit. I know. I get a bowl of chocolate granola.
2: Do you um, you take any anti-inflammatories?
3: No, I don't.
2: When my elbows get really bad or my shoulders get really bad, I take one, and by the morning, they are good to go.
3: Tell you what. Um, I would love to take some. Where can I get some from now?
2: Just Google them, get them on Amazon, just get some cheap ibuprofen and ruin your body. Buy cheap, I don't buy massively twice. know what I'm taking. Yeah, I'm not don't massively sure what I'm taking, but I got them from the local chemist actually because they're still open. What about the side and, effects? Well, you will stack on masses of muscle and your sex appeal will be pouring out of your nose and your eyeballs, but it's up it's up to you. Mm, okay. Uh, I struggle with that, but I'm, it really helps. I mean, I've got, I just had little 10 kilo weights doing. Like I don't do gun sessions. I'm not like you, but I was doing some, just to try and keep everything moving, some like bicep, really light biceps earlier. My elbows were so sore, I couldn't even lift 10 kilos. Killer.
3: You don't do gun sessions. I bet you do do a gun session when you're putting on your black camo t shirt or your black ops t shirt and you're going to meet. When I'm meeting Foxy. When you're going to meet Jason Fox. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you're boshing out 26 press ups in 26 seconds just before you meet up. Yeah. Like, oh yeah. Mate, oh, but... I'm, I'm trained for ages. I'm trained for about a year. Oh, look at me.
2: I did actually do a um in before lockdown, I went is in the in the blooming gym again, and there was like my cousin my cousin used to do this thing called Olympic arm workout and he used to have massive guns and I was like, right, I will um I will, right, I'm going to buy into this. I'm going to do what he used to do. And I did a proper gun session. I never, I never do a whole session on arms. I just can't. I, yeah. I don't care enough. And I get home and the next day I was in as much pain as I've been in since I retired from rugby. Mm. Yeah. My, it, wasn't, it wasn't my biceps. It was my wrists, elbows, shoulders. Oh, my God. I won't do that again.
3: Well, I've done a bit of Googling. You know how I like to Google. I know um, what you like. Yeah. Ra- rabbit hole. Yeah.
2: And I've got
3: Roa's elbow. Okay. I've got all the symptoms, okay, uh, yeah, so complete rest. I'm gonna rest for forty eight hours. It's gonna kill me, mate, because you know what? I'm like training. I'm in a massive, oh. I'm in a massive training block at the moment, and oh. see how it is, but I will continue to wear the elbow sleeve because, as I said, mate, it looks good well, I'm getting out of the car um now and again yep. when I have gotta go to the shops, I get some looks. that guy works out and yeah, I really like it. So thank you for that. And sorry if we repeat ourselves a little bit to the thousands that watched our Instagram live earlier. Um, we went on a bit. We did about 45 minutes on there. God, time flies, doesn't it?
2: Flew by, didn't it, fella? Mm. Yeah, I think that's all right. A little bit of repetition. It's a bit like... The thing is, mate, when you're doing... You're commentating or you're analysing games on, you know, on in the prom premiere sport or you're doing it on uh, bt sport or whatever or channel 4 then you go and do the podcast and we talk about the odd games some games it's like these are your views on things so if you have different platforms there's going to be a little bit of repetition but i think that's all right this is slightly longer form it's less rushed that's all right
3: a um, little bit of a ray of hope for you across the bridge in england Little bit different to Wales and Mark Drakeford. We're on complete lockdown for another three weeks, but mm. looks like it's slightly easing. Um, yeah, but
2: as far as yeah, it's like most people I know are still on full lockdown, like I am. Mm. Yeah. There's nothing else you can do, and you can take more exercise. It's yeah. like I wasn't, to be completely honest, when I was going for walks with my kids and whatever and without my kids. I was not timing 30 minutes turning around and going back I'm in the middle of nowhere so if I go for a walk for three hours or two and a half hours Mm. I don't see anyone so it makes no difference Um, so I was going for longer walks realist probably breaking the law but actually I I wasn't in town or anything like that I'm just on my mate's farms really yeah and I
3: suppose where you live Bath no one's ever heard of it so yeah you are in the middle of nowhere correct
2: yeah I mean well 20 metres from my front door are fields and the fields keep going for basically till he gets Swindon. So you can just walk as long as you want. Mm. Um, But there's a few places where you're not allowed to walk, but I'm allowed to walk there because my mate, Giles, owns a farm. Do you walk on the wreck? I just do laps of the wreck and just do air squats on the centre spot, yeah. Point clap wave, like you're doing a... Andy Beater used to... One of his traditions, the Beast, at Christmas parties was... um, take the Christmas tree out of the Christmas party walk on the field and dig into the centre spot and plant the Christmas tree on the centre spot of the wreck <laughs> and I remember Karen every year to try and stop him Yeah, I know we don't swear on this pod and she was like Beast not again no and he just said fuck off Karen and the next day he's like Karen I apologise for using that language I should not have used that language <laughs> very good Uh
3: so you can play a little bit of sport against a family member now uh, in England. Mm. Um, you're going to take your mum on in a game of rugby or a scrum. Uh, Go I'm
2: going I'm to spear tackle my daughters. Good. Uh, I'm going to spear tackle them because they're good kids, but they live—you know—they live in Chinoville. They live in Dexhoesville. They're privileged. They don't know they're born. So I'm going to get them some gum shields fitted and I'm going to take them to Chinatown.
3: Perfect. It's the only way to teach kids. Sometimes, you know, you, they've, it got, is. they've got to learn the hard way.
2: Yeah, but um, that's, that's how that's how our mums taught us, isn't it, boy? Yeah, uh,
3: but have England have they opened up too early? Because I tell you what, mate, I tell you another place that opened too early, and it was catastrophe. Jurassic Park, mm, yeah, opened it door opened its doors far too early, and it didn't go well for him.
2: Yeah, and that's the worry, fella. Mm. If we, you know, I pop down to support the local businesses. And I popped down to get a coffee and a baguette from the fine cheese company in town or Intermezzo, my favorite little baguette shop. And there is a, you know, Tyrannosaurus Rex on Milsom Street. Mm -hmm. We're in Barney Trouble. I don't know. We don't know, do we? It's it's an odd one because for some people, life will change. Like a friend of mine said, oh, the office is being opened up again next week in London. They're opening the office. It's like, but have you got to go back? No, I haven't got to go back. Why not? Well, I can't have everyone in there. Hmm. Who's going in? How many people, one on each floor, two floors? Is it worth them going in? Yeah, they're making someone go in. you like, I don't understand. Like, what's the difference? I d I don't maybe there is a difference, but this is
3: Yeah, I mean, if you can't work from home and you need to work in the office, then you know that, that's the reason why. But you know, if you can work from home, work from
2: home. I mean
3: Is this work? We'll do what we do. Is this but do is what we this do. work?
2: I mean, it's just a bit of no. fun really, isn't it? Do what do what we do and just don't have any work
3: yeah, um I've got a question for you flat now, okay, I've been heavily barbecuing and it's caused a lot of eruptions at home, as you know that um, smokeville but yeah I'm, I need some dry rubs now I want yeah I want a couple of dry rubs for for different meats. I want one for chicken, I want one for uh, beef. Now, yeah, what are my options, mate? Cuz I go really to Tesco's easy. and there's you can make your own, you know, you've got paprika, ah. you've got all you know, but I want one that's already made because thing is, yeah, and I want to pair like stock. I want a pair of black gloves as well, you know, cuz that's what you see the yeah. real the real guys, you know what they're doing.
2: Yeah, and rubs are like they're a bit like stock, like, you know, chicken stock or whatever. It's not difficult to make your own, but you can buy ones that are probably better than you will make and they're so cheap and they last for so it's just almost is something you can be lazy with i think um but i i've used them all fella yeah so i've got three recommendations four recommendations marcus borden who is yeah um, uh wood devon Woodsmoke. smoke, wood smoke. yeah he's got rub two rubs one's a mocha rub he calls it and mm. it goes on beef and it pork, it is just mega it's probably the best it's probably the best thing you could put on your red meat it's amazing is that for slow um, cooked
3: joints or is this for like a
2: yeah so i i don't put rubs on a, a chateau ribeye. briand or a nice no. steak or a ribeye i wouldn't put anything on it i did it recently and i thought i would try something different and it ruined a really nice piece of meat it didn't ruin it but it's like it's a waste of rub and, a, and it overpowered the flavor of the meat so um so there's that his ones are really good um mm-hmm. and i've got i've got i use those all the time Um, Meat Church are great. I love their stuff. Angus and Oink. I recently bought a few rubs and sauces from them. And I have loved... I did Korean chicken... I did Korean... They've got a Korean rub. Yep. I think it's called You've Got Soul. Um, And they've got a really nice uh, garlic butter rub, which is really nice, which I've used on... I used that on some veggies, actually. It was lush. And on some chicken again. Um, But actually... To, not to my. I don't know why it's to my surprise, but it is. I've been using the Traeger rubs quite a lot, like the ones that sort of come with the grill when you buy a grill. Yeah. And they are properly good. Like, I've I've tried everything, and it's like these are as good as anything. At their, and I will always expect them. It's almost like you buy an Armani watch, and it's like it might look nice, but I'd rather buy a watch from someone who's a specialist watchmaker oh, rather that. than rather than Hugo Boss. Do you know what I mean? Mm. So it's like because they make T-shirts, they don't make watches, but. That's what I thought, but the Traeger rubs just chicken rub. Uh, They do a fin and fish, so like a yeah, whatever whatever it is. Uh, They do a fish rub. They do really nice beef rubs. So their own rubs are excellent. Okay, Um, I've just written
3: those down, so I'm going to have a look at that later because I I want to spatchcock a chicken. Yeah, and I I want something to go on top of it. And I, you can buy these ready-made rubs in, as I said, in the shops. But I want to try something proper
2: yeah the Traeger chicken rub is lush okay. I really like it I'm I'm, uh, I am I do loads of chickens because I do because kids love it and it, beer can chicken is really easy and smoked chicken on the Traeger is really easy rotisseries you can do two at once so and I use loads of chicken rubs and the Traeger chicken rub is wicked it's really good okay thank you any questions um, you want to ask I'm, me? I'm into it I'm fully into it um, yeah so how are you getting on with Smokeville? you're just barbecuing for one now are you? <laughs> i to use the gas for a bit, mate, just to cool her down. Um,
3: yeah. And then uh, try and get her out the house, maybe. Tell her there's some sort of when I want to say her, it's my wife. I tell her I tell her there's a um, a deal going on in B and Q for some paints. You might want to get out there, get some quick. And yeah. I will put it on then. I
2: will lock the doors. Yeah. Or All right. And just yeah. Yeah. Grill. Licence to grill. I say
3: to what you should. I tell you what you should do. You should run a, a marathon for charity. That's what you should do. Why don't you do that? And then I got. She's a really good runner, so I've probably got like three and a half to four hours
2: to do what I want. I nominate, just nominate her for something on social media, so she has to, and then she's gone. To do what I want, I'm gonna a barbecue, tops off, little paddling pool, a couple of beers in there, heaven. Do you do you when uh, when lockdown is eased a bit in Wales? Do you want me to nominate you to play thirty six holes of golf for the NHS? <laughs> <laughs>
3: Well, you can only play golf at the moment with uh, a family member, or uh, like a one ball on your own, or you got a cat. Uh. Take one of my kids. Do you not want to play on your own? Would you not play on your own? Is it not the same? Yeah, I would, but no, it's not the same. It's a social sport. You know, it's yeah. You get four hours with your mates. It's competitive as well. You know, so you play against. But it's yeah. it's also quite a nice time to have a chat. You're like Michael Jordan. It's where I do my business, mate. It's where I do my best how, business.
2: How much are you betting on a game like Jordan?
3: How much? Uh, it's probably it's normally for food after. So you know you're in a four ball. What's that going to cost you at the golf club? Maybe eighty quid. Twenty quid. Twenty quid. It probably cost you. So yeah, I mean you've got to have something on it, haven't you? And then you can have little yep. side bets elsewhere. Just make it competitive. Uh, so yeah. I'm looking forward to that Have day when golf courses are open.
2: Have you seen yeah. the article in I think it was Spectator magazine that's going around on social media about the last dance saying, Sorry guys, this great TV, but this is a PR puff piece. This is there's no one be asking any difficult questions of Jordan. There's none of this stuff is there, and there's stuff coming out like Horace Grant apparently Jordan wouldn't let him eat after games if he wasn't good enough, don't let him eat, doesn't deserve to eat. Well, I
3: suppose a little bit of that is hearsay, but I don't often, I don't really want to hear some of the difficult. Yeah, it'd be great, but I just want to find out a little bit more about Michael Jordan. I want to watch how good he was. I want to watch how he interacts with people, his personality. Uh, And I just, I cannot get over what an unbelievable player he was. I mean, we all heard of Michael Jordan. We all know he's a great player, but you forget, don't you? And to see some of his his dunks, his layups, his three-pointers, just how he takes teams apart is yep. incredible. I love it's it. It's just
2: incredible. I can't, and you know, you more than me, but you and I have played at, you know, the top or very close to the top of a very difficult, very popular sport. So Let's just say the top, right? Of, let's just say the top, right? Well, I, I was there for a few minutes. You were there for a few years, but at right at the top, and he he's at the top of a very competitive sport, Admittedly, not that competitive internationally, but in the US and the genetic freaks knocking around and the money, you know, the competition. He is just so much better than everyone else. Mm. Even the legends, the icons, the MVPs, the Magic Johnsons. And it's just it's just taking people apart like he's just got a level no one else has got. Can I hit you with another question, Flats?
3: Hit me. Right. I've been watching Unorthodox on your recommendation. Uh, first yeah. question is should I stick with it I've done two episodes and I'm a little bit unsure. Yeah, it's okay. fascinating mate. Okay. Um fascinating. I mean that was my only question. The second part is Esty who play who is the main actress in the it? The main lady. Is yeah. Is absolutely tiny. Yep, she is one of the smallest ladies in acting I've seen. Like she's not quite as small as tom cruise but she's close uh, she yeah. looks the same sort of size and height as the head teacher or the principal in kindergarten cop now i don't know if you remember that she is I can't tiny oh my god i watched it the weekend um what a film your kids will That's love it. it make sure you watch it with them
2: kindergarten cop yeah
3: okay arnold schwarzenegger films are great for kids you've got that you've got junior you've got twins predator <laughs> end of days
2: total recall there's some really good stuff there <laughs> but some of the comedies he da- he does mate a, i just love arnold genius. schwarzenegger i think he's the best guy ever hmm. yeah. i wish he was governor i wish he was governor of somerset
3: let's play a game i love him who is your daddy and what does he do <laughs> is that right that's good. That's yeah. good. Ah, it was, it was all right. Okay, I so love him. I'll stick with unorthodox. I, I'm not sure how many episodes there are, but I've done two. Yeah, I think there's only four. Um, I think there are four. Yeah, it, okay. it,
2: I th- I thought it was brilliant and fascinating because it it sent me down a Google rabbit hole because it was like, wow, is this how accurate is this? And it's like, wow, it is really. Is it that accurate? Um, yes, and it's like it's a world you just can't leave because you are married effectively married off very young especially you especially women you've got no skills very little education it's like right you're in the world on your own you have no money no support no friends outside the community no relatives supporting you no money no qualifications to get a job you don't know how the world works from what i can understand on google and this program and it's wow it's really really quite extreme and we used to live when we we, you and i lived in stoke newington we lived in um we live near was it stanford was it called stanford hill or something you drive through it mm, and it was a sure. it was very heavily populated by um, hasidic jews or orthodox jews orthodox jews i think i'm yeah, orthodox jews i think i'm saying the right terminology but i remember i broke down my car broke i broke my broke my gearbox basically driving through there and i properly wrecked it and you were off in wales because i was going to england training only to come home again but you were off in wales and I was like, oh, Christ, what am I going to do here? And this bloke pulled over in his Volvo. They all drive Volvos. So that's a really interesting one. They Loads of them drive Volvos. And anyway, he pulled over and he really helped me. It's the loveliest, not that I was surprised by that, but he was the, lo- I remember him saying, you poor man, let me help you. And they literally, he literally took me to a cafe and got me breakfast while I waited for um, the people to come and pick up my car on a trailer. Hmm. Anyway, lovely So people. you said it's accurate because- Yes,
3: yeah. All right. So when they procreate, they have to wear the white gowns, like we saw. Um,
2: yes. All right. So I remember going to a cafe with you in that area. I'm not the only one. Then. No, exactly. And you and I were like this, and we were. This was the days before you just Google everything, and whoever we were with, I can't remember it was, said they have to use a white sheet with a hole in it or something, and we were like, no way. And it turns out, yeah.
3: Yeah, it's a thing. Okay, you know, Well, I'm sticking at it. Any yeah. other new series for me? Um I've got Saved Me 2. I've got Save Afterlife Afterlife
2: has blown me away. Yeah. Okay. Um the the, the therapist in Afterlife 2, yeah. I call him Dennis Pennis. that's Paul not his real K. name. Paul K, he has I sent you a WhatsApp earlier video, didn't I, mm. of me in hysterics? Mm. He has broken me in a way not many TV characters ever break me. I've been pausing the TV because I'm laughing so much I can't hear the TV anymore.
3: Well, I sent you a link to YouTube, which is the full 18 minutes of oh. outtakes, which you have to watch. It, you know, you can't take your eyes off it. Now, I think it's a better series than the first series. I, I really enjoy it. Um, I can see how so many people relate to it because it, it you know, it covers depression, um, and you know you can see with with Ricky Gervais on the down days, the good days. But I don't know. I I can't fully absorb it like like The Office. You know, I can't quite relate to it like some of the class things he's done, like extras. Um, yeah. I, I think the you know the best scenes I think are when. You know he's he's having a good day. For instance, um, his interaction with the postman, um, with the sex worker, with the hoarder—it's um, just brilliant. With Steve Spears, with the lady he sits by the bench—all um, those scenes, yeah—all those scenes are just pure pure gold. Um, this link I sent you for the. Um, outtakes 80 minutes one of the best ones you've not seen it yet so i can't wait for you, you to watch it you're, you're very lucky is i can't remember the hoarder's name did you think it was
2: dennis was it dennis or kev I anyway,
3: yeah yeah one of those two so first off is is the joke he tells the one of the receptionists about an elephant
2: oh right. so i'm disgusting i'm not one with a face covered in <laughs> oh it broke me that right, killed me right. absolutely
3: killed me. so there's a few takes of that <laughs> The, one of the best ones is when he's feeding the the larger the larger kid who's who's in the acting uh, group. James, is it? James it might be. Yeah. Well done. Um, he's feeding him cake, right? And he's going, "Oh, I love, it. I love feeding you. Oh, you're like a big toad eating a juicy worm, right? <laughs> they have like eight or nine takes mm. like that. All you can hear is Ricky Gervais saying, "Keep the food in your mouth. Do it again. Don't swallow it. Keep it. Ah, uh, and he's in stitches, and they're desperate to get this take because it's, you know, the the language is just phenomenal, you know. The oh, delivery so is, is brilliant. So, watch it, mate. I've sent it to you. Um, okay. But there are some golden scenes all the way through it. But yeah, it's um, I can't, I can't love it like I, I love other things like Partridge and The Office. Maybe that's just because I'm, I've been Brentified too much.
2: Yeah, I just he he's not the best character in it which I quite like because mm. he's written better characters than himself i think that's great but he's not he's the main guy but he's not actually the star of the show there's lots of other stars of the show for yeah. me and it's like oh mate there's another the scene paul k the therapist oh my god there's
3: another scene you haven't you haven't, uh, you haven't watched um it's when the postman with his his girlfriend the sex worker they go to yeah. see the the live show you know which culminates in the final episode and um he's uh he walks in and it's the hoarder them him um, that he can put his own penis somewhere. <laughs> yeah. He's got, well, got your attention, haven't I? Tricks of the trade. Um, honestly. <laughs> oh, now he's interested. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> By f- like, it, I enjoyed that 18 minutes more than any other episode.
2: Did you see the bit where he's like, um, yeah, got a bit of stage fright. Didn't tell my best jokes. I <laughs> oh, jokes, didn't you tell? What did you get? If no. you cross, yeah. <laughs> my ex wife, my we oh, are <laughs> brilliant. Uh,
3: Steve Spears, really good in it as well.
2: Uh, of course he is. <laughs> yeah. Um, Those outtakes were hilarious as well. Because the problem with Steve Spears is, as soon as he says something, you're broken. Yeah. Like, he's just got funny bones. Ricky Gervais would be the same. He's just got funny bones. Oh, one thing I noticed on the outtakes was when Paul K, the therapist, is doing the luge and he's just cracking up, pissing himself the whole time. The actor is with him, so Ricky Gervais's brother-in-law, the editor of the newspaper, with him. He doesn't like it. I don't think. I think he just wants to crack on and get it done. And he's not—he's not in hysterics. And he's like the only person there because Ricky Gervais is screaming in the background yeah. with laughter. Yeah. And he doesn't love it. Like he doesn't love it. So I mean, yeah, I mean that if- was interesting.
3: If you are just sat there and you haven't, you know, and it's not really tickled you that much, it is going to be hard, isn't it? When you, it's probably taken thirty minutes to do that little scene, but oh, oh, I love it. Bits, I love it. I love the bar scene as well. They're, they're cracking out all the names with the nonce. Oh, I mean, we're less, we're, let's not say them now. We'll we'll keep Michael parking bum. It's so uh, good. Then
2: the, <laughs> the, the funniest one, the, the funniest ones are the swear words. But then out of nowhere, it just goes, yeah, Jamie Redknapp. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, it breaks me. If you haven't watched it, listeners, you've got to watch it. Yeah. It's just genius. We'll it's put the genius. link up after. We'll put the link up oh,
3: after. Now, um, so good. Special episode today. We've yeah. got a guest um, all the way from the United States. Um, we're going to call him in a sec. Now, his name's Matthew Reese. Um, not Smiler, former Lions, Wales <laughs> hooker. Um, this is Matthew Reese, the actor starred in brothers and sisters um and more recently the americans played philip jennings in the americans which is great all about espionage um one for you to watch flats really good don't want to spoil it for you uh we'll be calling him soon see what he's been up to Um, he was
2: in something else which i will i will reveal during the during our chat with him yeah um but i'm i'm excited for this because he's a proper job and the only the only worry is that he's a, he's he's very Welsh. He's a big rugby fan. So he'll know exactly who you are. So I'm thinking of reinventing myself a little bit. I might he might not know who I am, so I might just say that I if he asks, mm. I'll just say I got forty eight caps. So I'm not overdoing it. Didn't quite get fifty, but
3: why don't you say you're like um a double international in another sport?
2: Okay, yeah. Um I'll just say two hundred meters. Archery. 200
3: meters. You couldn't do archery could you? Your shoulders would pop and your little shoulders would pop. You haven't got the I range. Arms away back.
2: No. You way know, no. like,
3: Give a give a bow and arrow to a T-Rex. You've got no
2: hope. So. No. Yeah. All right.
3: Well, should we get him on the line?
2: Let's give him a call. Let's do this,
0: Tommy boy.
4: Well, you know, it's as mad as it is there, I think. You know, we're, we're both kind of, you know, at least Johnson didn't tell you that, you know, bleach might be the way forward.
0: Mm, mm, mm. Mm.
2: I, I, saw, I saw on the news uh, some people with guns protesting about lockdown. They wanted to be let out. And I saw some of them look just like you. So where were you on the afternoon of the 14th?
4: Well, I was there. I was doing I the town hall. <laughs> but i was just trying to sell you know baked goods I, I, those, like, yeah
2: like, trying to cash in on the punters silly, exactly. yeah, horse chestnuts.
3: now we've been asking everyone like what they've been up to because like as an athlete you know you can do a little bit of training at home you know if you've got yes. a job you can work from home as an actor yeah, yeah. what do you do or is it, or is it your, your whole life is an act
4: well, as you well know, my whole life is an act. Yeah. However,
3: must
2: be knackering.
4: I, it is exhausting. <laughs> However, uh, I have now I've basically taken up permanent residence as the Green Goblin to my four-year-old Spider-Man.
2: Oh, so, uh, all
3: right.
4: So most hours of the day, I am the Green Goblin.
3: Yeah, and where you reside but, at the moment? I hear I hear it's Brooklyn. Is that right? Yes. Yeah, oh, yeah that's we're in so Brooklyn. trendy. You're so it's trendy. Right. That's
4: it's so It's all you. it's all hairy string and brown paper bags.
3: Loads of bagels yeah. for breakfast.
2: Yeah.
3: It it sounds alright. Yeah. Well, I,
2: I live in Bath in ah, uh, which, which you will know. Lovely spot. Of course. And um Shanks is still in the motherland. He'll never leave, will he boy? Panar's too nice. I mean it's the, la- the last resort.
3: What do you need and which the trees cannot provide? <laughs> oh who said that? Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves, Sherwood Forest. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: um I think I think it's um I think what one thing I'd like to discuss with you, uh, yeah. Matthew, is that despite the fact you're living in Brooklyn, you yeah. are, I've always thought of you, Shank said on the pod, we, we've had a chat together before we've called you now. Oh and he said, we, we, but I've always thought of you as very Welsh. Yeah. And I like that. And I've just been um, doing a Googling and it talks about you talking Welsh to your son. Is that ongoing? You're still yeah, doing it's that? Still,
4: it's still, still ongoing. Bless him. So It's still
2: ongoing. So why is that, why is that so important to you?
4: I don't know. You know, I think i, I certainly grew up uh, in an age where my, you know, both my parents' were first language well, so they, you know, they spoke it to us. But also, you know, growing up in the '80s when when the, you know, the language was going through a, a very tumultuous time, that was the that was the backdrop to us that there was this great necessity for it to, to for it to survive. There was a great need for it to survive, and and that was certainly instilled in us. Mm. Um, and you know it got, and it was only a very recently got taken off, you
3: know, the endangered
4: language list, which, which mm. felt like this victory. Has it always right. been? Yeah. Has
3: it always been acting, or did it come a little bit late, like Arnie and Vinnie Jones? Because Little Bird told me you were El Fis in uh, El Fis. El because there's no V in the Welsh language. There's no, no, so you <laughs> single F. And uh, and yeah. everyone got T-shirts made. Ev-
4: everyone. Well, yeah. I made the T-shirts and then gave them okay, out.
3: Okay. Yeah. Yeah.
4: Well, as I'm sure, as I'm sure you know, you know, in Wales, you don't really have a choice. You're kind of kicked onto a stage from an early, from a very early start, where there's an establishment going on, or if you go to chapel, you know, you kind of go, you know, you're shoved in front of an audience or told to sing in close part harmony, whether you want to or not. And and basically at 17, you know, a friend of mine, a friend, Johan Griffith, a friend of mine went, you know what, I think I'm going to give this a go professionally. And then I went, what? You what? That's what not- you are. That's what. But but we're but we're destined for for international rugby stardom. We yeah, can't exactly. be Because
3: he went to the same school as you, as did Jamie Roberts. Um, yes, I worked. like to
4: think. You know, obviously, my same position as Jamie. So I I think that being me being a few years older than uh, than little Roberts, I, I influenced him heavily on 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 his position and indeed his style of play. See, yeah, apparently, you're
2: quite you're quite an aggressive mentor. He said. But um, well, everyone's got a different style, haven't they?
4: Yeah, yeah, but uh, I, I like to
2: think that he gleaned a lot from my
3: sort of, you know, crash ball. Yeah, um, there's, a, bravery. there's There's quite a lot of rivalry, because you're a Glenn Taft boy, aren't you? You know, you have this, am, have yeah. this little celebration. I mean, I'm doing it now, but you, you can't see it because you listen to this as a podcast. Um, but there was That's also, disgusting! There was also, yeah,
2: put it away. What is that, it! Like a, light, Stop like it. a lightsaber. So a yeah. yeah. I'll just take yeah. the
3: sock out of my mouth. Um, <laughs> but also, <laughs> you had Witchurch High, didn't you, with Gareth Bale, Sam Warburton, Gethin Jones... Yeah. Um so a little bit of competition going on there with Wait,
4: which Gethin Jones?
3: Um uh well T V presenter, gorgeous. No, empty. no, he was Glantav. Oh he's Glantav, was he? Yes, now
4: he genuinely did have a shot at you know, international rugby stardom.
2: Mm, well, well he says he did. He, he likes people to think that, but I've well, he keeps he's, got, he's got he's tall got calves. Right.
3: Yeah. He once reckons he went on a, a trial at the sale sharks, but we think it was a sale goldfish. Um but <laughs> honestly, lads, his legs weren't big enough. He has. No, got No, he's
2: got He's got the calves of a Jack Russell. Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. the problem with him. That's the problem with him. Like Mo so Farah. So you were so a rugby player. Do
3: you player. golf with him? Oh, go yeah, no, I, I golf a little bit with him. Yeah,
2: yeah, now and again. When he good? you seen his
4: calves, Mr. Flatman?
2: Uh, I well, we've done a few bits together, and when you do a few bits together, you you get you often get changed, You know, you do a few corporate events, you get changed backstage. You notice right. what certain people are. Right, you know, anxious about what certain people want to hide. So I might breathe in as I'm getting changed backstage. Right. He will, he will often he'll take off his jeans to put his black tie on, of and he'll be wearing he'll be wearing two or three pairs of rugby socks just to bulk yeah. up his yeah. calves.
4: Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and you can,
2: and a mile off. Yeah,
4: yeah. A bit of old newspaper down the back of them as
2: well. Yeah, and they're they're hard they're hard to they're hard to improve your calves. They are hard, and he's found it difficult over the years, and it's affected his self esteem.
4: Well, I think we can see that in his style of presenting. But yeah. when I used to live in Los Angeles, <laughs> one of the biggest, one of the biggest cosmetic procedures for men in Los Angeles was a calf implant.
3: Like Johnny <laughs> Drama. Really? Johnny Drama talks about Johnny it on Entourage Drama. all the time.
4: Yeah. Well, as, as you say, it's one of the hardest muscles to develop.
2: I mean, flats would need a calf reduction. Um, I might get a reduction. Yeah, because I can't buy jeans very easily because mine are like other people's legs plus a bit, which is a bit of a shame. Sounds sure. good. Not that good. Actually yeah. a bit
3: awkward. God, thank your yeah. mum for them though, haven't
2: you? That's <laughs> yeah, the God. Yeah. That's all, that's the, she was an, ag- an aggressive applicator of steroids. But so you were, Matthew, a rugby player. Is that right? You played rugby.
4: I, I did. I, uh, very much. I never made the first team, sadly. But uh, an avid, uh, you know, starter for the second.
3: And if you play rugby flats, you've got to be good at singing hymns. And I hear he yeah. is one of the best. Oh, really? Yeah. One,
4: one of the best.
3: Always leading from the front, yeah, um, of the top few hundred.
4: tight Harmony.
3: So, so brothers and sisters, you did for yeah. a, a long time, and yeah. that turned into the Americans then as well. Yeah. Um, now, Flats hasn't watched it because
2: neither have I. <laughs> I'm really exci- I'm, no, I'm really excited because it's one of those things I just didn't start. So tonight I'm actually starting it after this evening. I can't wait. Tonight,
4: Matthew, I'm going to be watching.
2: But what did I well up for
4: it?
3: Yeah. Were you meant to be filming Perry Mason? Was that the next on the agenda? No, or we what? finished it. We you finished, finished it in it? January. Finis- in fact,
4: it's uh, uh I'll shamelessly plug it. It comes out on Sky on June twenty first, I believe. Ah oh, wicked! Has Never. there been a
3: delay in it coming out because of what we're going through? No.
4: No, no, it was always a race to get it out in June. We you know, we went we went a little bit late and shot into January. Yeah. So so I've been doing my kind of uh, you know, my additional dialogue recording in a in a duvet, in a in a duvet lined cupboard for the last yeah. few weeks, um, and doing all my press via Zoom and Skype.
3: So you're obviously you know a big actor. Um, what?
2: Uh, how, how big are you? 6'9", uh, apparently. Uh, yeah, it was six six
4: <laughs> six nine. Well, yeah. well six nine, That was before the calf implant. Um, yeah. What you? Yeah.
3: What would you say you get most recognised for on the street? What? What? Brothers and sisters, Americans, just being a great guy. <laughs>
4: No, I'm just trying to remember when. When was the last time I was actually recognised? <laughs> <laughs> and it, I'll be perfectly honest, it's it's very infrequent. Yeah. O- occasionally in New York, yeah, it's it's the Americans. The show did well there. Yeah, more than more than anything. Um, Same as me, though. Um, I quite so, like
3: being un- undercover. It's nice. To go about your day to day.
4: Do you do you have do you ever walk down the street and people go, "Oi, Shanklin, what?" Do they,
3: do they pinpoint one particular moment that was great or that was bad? Um, I' mostly, if people are shouting at me, I get Gareth Thomas, which is <laughs> <laughs> You have got a lot in common to be fair. Honestly, I do, I do all the time. Um, but uh, not really, not really. It's, it's quite nice. Well, it's what's,
2: worse, what's worse than that is all, all I get. I, I wasn't as good a rugby player as Shanks. So all I get is flats. Where's Shanks? Where's Shanks? Most when I say most days before lockdown, at least every day, where's legs? No right. Bath is a small I'd, place. I'd say with that, with that mustache, now you
4: could get oh, chill your god,
3: yes, yeah, exactly,
2: cootie, exactly. It, I'm getting a bit of kill, but,
3: but Flats also that. wears uh, a real big, shiny puffer jacket just to get a little bit more attention, um, yeah. yeah.
2: Which it's cool though. No, I like have it. Have you still got I, it? I thought, yeah, I've still say, got it. Does it
4: say Bath RFC on it?
2: Yeah, it says Bath Legend. I put the legend bit on, had it embroidered. I am. Um, I, w- I thought you might get recognized more because, it, you know, Brothers and Sisters went well. Americans went well. I'm sure, yeah, Perry Mason's going to be wonderful. But you were, were you not, in an episode of Columbo? I was in the last ever episode of oh, Columbo.
1: Awesome. That's yeah.
4: the one. That is the one. How was it? Yeah. I finished, I finished the series. Did you know it was
3: going to finish? Or was it just a bit of a kick in the teeth when they said, right? Yeah, it was a, I, I, it. I think I, I, they
4: called me the last. Yeah, the
3: last we can't get the any album. better than that. We're ending it.
2: You were the straw yeah. that broke Columbo's back.
4: Yeah, yeah. fuck. Uh, yeah, he, a, a true man of his word. We were, I was filming something for the BBC in New Zealand with him, Bob Hoskins, uh, and James Fox. Wow. And we're sat on this clifftop one day, and he goes, he goes, he goes, yeah. What are you doing after this? And I said, oh, nothing much. And he went, I'm going to go back and do one more Columbo. You want, you, you want to play the bad guy? And I honestly thought, oh, yeah, 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 that'd be great. Yeah, yeah, lovely, yeah, lovely. And then strangely enough, I went back, it was, it was kind of, before the time people had mobile phones, you had a pager. Yeah, I was yeah. back in Cardiff.
3: Like Doogie Howser.
4: Yeah. I was like, <laughs> I was like a little Welsh Doogie Howser. In fact, that's how I'm known. And, uh, and through a, a sequence of events, the phone went in our house in Cardiff, and it was Peter Falk talking to my mother. And she comes into the living room, she goes, hey, someone on the phone and says it's Peter Falk. And I said, It eh, ain't eh, 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 Peter Falk. So I <laughs> the phone. And true to his word, he went, Listen, we're going to set up the visa. I'll pick you up from the airport. We're, we're going to have fun. And he did. In a matter of weeks, I was on a plane to Los Angeles and he picked me up in, in Los Angeles International Airport. That's so
3: good. Do you remember how you murdered him? I You're didn't murder. Oh, no.
4: The, the guy i Yeah, it was a simple strangling.
3: Okay, simple yeah.
2: Strangling. Yeah,
4: threw him out of a window
2: the best way strangling i don't know why people don't use it more often but it's a classic it's a nice way to go apparently oh that's great it's oh that's great i'm really yeah. i'm i'm actually incredibly chuffed on your behalf and, and unattractively jealous that you're in colombo yeah it's, it's just and, great it's
4: and what the, so i saw when close to the end of filming i snuck into the uh cause he had the coat he's had since 1969 it's kept in this kind of vacuum-packed thing, and the women take it out with white gloves. I joke you not.
2: Oh, brilliant. And I
4: went in, and I said, um, can I ask a favor? Can I put the coat on and take a picture? And I might as well have said, I was going to say something awful. Can about. I take your balls? And I said something awful, <laughs> yes. So they said, no, God, absolutely not. No one touches the coat. No one. I said, oh, I'm so sorry. I left. And then about five minutes later, there's a knock on my trailer door, and they went, Mia's us on the back end of the costume truck now. <laughs> i've still got the polaroid of me wearing uh, that's brilliant i know
2: i love that was it and he was a good bloke we liked him
4: great a great bloke a great ah, bloke and like the that. first time he genuinely looks you in the eye and says just one more question you kind of go
3: oh ah, he's oh, got cinematic, me
4: cinematic cinematic history
3: so we talk about he's some of me. the best players you know that we've played with some of the most likable yes. players yes. we've played with what about in your industry
4: no no i would yours first have like, to you um
3: oh. likeable you can't you you cannot dislike Sam Warburton. Can you? No. Nope. You can't. No, best guy go. Just, you know, if he if your daughter's gonna marry someone, you want it to be Sam Warburton. Right. Um yep. there's been horrible people as well. Anyone French, basically. <laughs> they'll just
2: Califano's, go ca- Christian California's psychopath. They'll go
3: for
4: your eyes, they'll go for I your mouth. Said, I haven't said any of the South Africans.
2: Yeah. Yeah. They tend to be thing is you meet like a sculpt burger and he you, you know, he's been he's been done for gouging and this and fighting and he's the yeah. nicest man in the world he's mm. just a very big really gentle incredibly polite just a gorgeous bloke and it's like if he gouged me and then came to say sorry i wouldn't press charges you take it yeah yeah i apologize to him for something so he's so if, nice if you could pick or if you could Eben. pick Is someone Eben yeah
3: Eben even Eben 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 Eben. 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 yeah yeah just you don't want, you just want to stay away from his arms mind yeah, big They're pipes the on them, biggest yeah. things I've ever seen. But anyway, in terms of like acting, who would be, would be someone that you'd love to work with again? that You've worked with before.
4: Hundred percent gold winner. Can't Tom say Hanks.
3: your wife. Okay. Tom
4: Hanks. Tom Hanks. Yay. Yeah. Without question, he take he takes the the nice mantle like above and beyond. Mm. So because you worked with him
2: on a beautiful day in the neighborhood, is yeah, that right? Yeah. yeah.
4: Did this film just before we start filming. He's like, oh, why don't I take the cast and the crew to a baseball game? And you go what, what, what? Or everyone, all of us? Do like, you have I to pay.
3: 20?
4: Yeah. <laughs> do I, I pay? What yeah. am I paying for?
3: Shall I get the drinks. Then,
4: then he'll then he'll then he'll rent a cinema on a weekend for the ball. Then he will buy a coffee truck to sit, you know, on on set all day, and and he'll stop and talk with everyone.
2: Oh, and, so nice. <clears> he <throat> <It> always seems <throat> like that. Yeah. Yeah,
4: and a great game he likes to play. <clears throat> well, I know what, I like to play, and I, I'm badgered him with it. He goes looking at the demographic of people that clock him, he can usually guess what it is they're going to shout. And he goes, <laughs> men around 40, have you seen that castaway?
3: Yeah. Yeah.
4: Men around 40 will always
2: just scream, Wilson! Wilson! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, that's great. Favorite am f- glad he's as nice as he seems. So Favourite
3: Tom Hanks film. I did this the other day.
2: Saving Private Ryan. Mm. Oh, that's good. Captain Phillips I liked. I like Bridge, Bridge of Spies. Bridge of Spies, I love. Love all, it.
4: All classics.
2: Big, big's a big favourite. Um I wanted I wanted big. to know if you have you ever worked with Anthony Hopkins? I
4: have. I have.
2: And was he was he um I'll not bother what he's like as a bloke because I kind of want him to be a bit moody, to be honest, because he's such a legend. But yeah. I always think he's got I'm not an expert, but I always think he's got incredible presence on screen. He's one of my all-time favourites to work with. Is he a super pro? Is he a natural? Is he relaxed is he daniel day lewis in character from the minute he arrives what's he like he's a li-
4: he's a little bit of everything <clears throat> he's the most i'd say he's the most prepared actor i've ever come across because yeah. he not only knows his own lines mm. he knows everyone else's lines he's read the script like 150 times and this script is just covered with all these t- notes and so he's a professional like no one can touch him what he loves to do he's so well prepared what he loves to do i think is to take his mind off it He'll do a Tommy Cooper impersonation, right up until they say action. Then when they say action, it's like the the flip, the, the, the switch is flipped. But there was this one moment we did. I did a film with him called. First of all, I wasn't sure what to call him. So you go, Tony. You go, hello. Go, but, but no, he says, he goes, he'd go, he'd go, hello, hello, <laughs> sir, Hop, sir Hopkins, Sir Hopkins, hello. And he goes, just call me Tony. He goes, oh, okay, sir, sir, Sir Tony. And then. I had one basically. I had one basic scene with him in this huge film in Rome called, uh, based on the Shakespearean play *Titus Andronicus*. And what happens is, me and, and um, John the Rizmanis, he slits our throats. Cut, he, he slits our throats and kills us, places us in a pie. Julie Taymor, the director, had this great idea. She goes, "I know what I want to do. I want to hang you both naked, upside down, with your hands tied behind your back, your mouths gaffer taped, and then Tony's just going to slit your throats." Kind of at eye level, we're like, oh yeah, that, I'm sure that yeah, look, look great, I'm sure. So they got these prosthetics, these prosthetic throats made for us, with these blood pipes that ran up our bike back, backs, and we were shooting in Italy, and all these FX boys had buckets of fi- of uh, fake blood, and like bicycle pumps that went into the bucket, and they would they would hand pump them, and it would pump, it would when Hopkins slit our throats, he would pump the you know squirt the blood out. Oh yeah, yeah great idea, we thought it was brilliant. So we're naked. We're hung upside down. we gaffer tape our hands, behind our backs, they gaffer tape our mouths shut. And then Hopkins delivers this menacing speech to our eyes, and goes, and with and with this throat, I commit, and with this knife, I commit thee. And he just goes, shh, shh, slits both our throats. And, and then we were told to arch our our necks back to open up the prosthetic so the blood would come pouring out. We do that in these Italian FX boys. That You can see them in the corner, pump, 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 it away. all this blood starts coming out and going down into our noses, right? Well, we're hanging upside <laughs> right down. Our mouths are gaffed in. And we very quickly realize we're going to die. we are die, can't yeah. yeah. We can't
3: Waterboarding by blood.
4: Waterboarded by Hopkins and blood was yeah. the title of my new biography. <laughs> so, new
2: podcast.
4: Yeah, so we start, so we start arching and going, ah! Like this and he keeps going and you see Hopkins kind of going all right now die you know you can see in his eyes going right you should die anyway now and he's always going then Julie Taylor starts going that's great okay now start dying and we're like wah, wah,
1: wah.
4: Right? and then it took it took like almost a full minute till Hopkins goes oh I I think we should cut them down <laughs> <laughs> and he, and he, Anthony Hopkins basically saved my life because I pled with my eyes for him to let me pass. Uh, that's brilliant. The thing he read the signs. the thing
3: brilliant. with Andy Hopkins, though. It's like it's like Steve Coogan. You just I can't look away from Partridge with him, or Ricky Gervais with Brent. With with Hopkins, I just can't look away from Hannibal Lecter.
4: What when he delivered this speech about killing us? That's all I could think of. Flabbergast. There wasn't part of me. There wasn't yeah. part of me. It, weird things go through your mind. There was a part of me going. I was one because you could have used that as one take. Yeah. Right? And he did it so beautifully. And in my mind, I go, I can't breathe, but I know I'm going to blow this take. So maybe yeah.
2: I should die. I should so die. I'm yeah. 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 Um, any any commitment. He, he would. That's what he would do. Exactly. Pop, That's I what mean, Daniel Day Lewis would do. It, and he's won Oscars.
3: Day Lewis
4: would have been dead as a dodo by now.
2: Hey, here's, here's a question for you. When you've got to be. If you're hanging, like, naked, or you've got a little naked scene... Yeah. Do you have a choice between all your bits hanging out or a special little thing, the invisible pants or something like that? Like, does everyone Not- see everyone else's bums and willies?
4: Well, it, dep- <laughs> it, d- it depends. First of all, there's a lot of choice. There's a lot of choices.
3: <laughs> Is this a question from your kids, Flats? Yeah. Yes.
4: There's a lot of choices they give you. They give you, like... They give you the sock. They give you, like, that weird kind of... Um, Medical brown crepey stuff they go that you can bandage yourself and then you can tape it to your inner thigh. Directors mainly hate those little jock straps where they can see a tiny little thin piece of fish fishing line because yeah. usually the light like catches it. So, more often than not, you're told, you know, they give you like you know, they cut the top off some nan's you know tights and they go, There you go, here's a bit of medical tape, go and tape it up and attach it to your inner thigh.
3: Just crack on, crack on. What, crack um, on. what are the uh, Picture. what's the hardest accent you've ever had to do? Mm. You've mastered American. Mm. That's it. Yeah. Very
4: Welsh well, American. Done. Well, yeah. Some, some, some. might debate. I found I did Belfast not long ago for the BBC. I found that quite hard. Mm. Um, because it was it was a. Well, the kids are trying to infiltrate. It was it was a very specific. <clears throat> it was old Belfast accent. So the kind of modern day Belfast that we're so accustomed to. Yeah. It was yeah. something I kept going into, and they go, "No, no, it's not that." So. It was kind of a, a very regional-specific Belfast I, I really struggled with. Um, so if if, still... you're,
2: if the crew then are saying, hang on, stop a sec, that isn't the accent we want, you're going, are you, you kind of think, right, how do you want me to do it, keep telling me, or are you someone that actually gets a bit pissed off with that and actually just let me do it, I know what I'm doing, or is it a case of you have to actually receive a bit of, you have to take the critique and give them it's what they li- want?
4: It's a little bit of everything because <clears throat> you kind of go, in the more heightened emotional moments, What's more important, that I sound correct or that the performance is better? So mm. I get i get a bit mm-hmm. stroppy sometimes. But then a part of me goes, listen, you watch a film and, and the accent pops, it, you come out of it, you've kind of ruined any moment of credibility. So, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, I, I don't even remember the last time I, I played someone with a Welsh accent. So for the most part, my entire career, half your brain is going, how do I sound? How does the next word sound? Which mm. to some degree, some people go... in. A, it might help you because what you're doing is taking a huge percentage of, of kind of getting in the way of yourself by focusing on something very, uh, very present, uh, very immediate. So in some to some degrees, I kind of go, it does help because it, it takes your mind off the acting because you're working so hard on doing something else. But then at times you get frustrated, you're tired or it's a big emotional scene. Usually you do you do pop out. I still struggle with the American. There's still plenty of times well, I, I have to cut because they're like, hang on. Yeah.
3: I remember watching White House okay. Farm it was um, a murder series on uh, I can't remember if it was ITV or BBC and Stephen Graham was in it great actor Yeah. but he had to play a Welsh yeah. cop Taff yep. they called him that's original he
2: was an horrible bastard as well
3: but he struggled with it didn't he, he I thought <laughs> yeah. he really struggled with it I mean it must be difficult for people to do a Welsh accent it is. I've been struggling for years
4: <laughs> exactly uh, it, it is. The, it's funny. Funny enough, it's the one I did a play. did a play uh, with Adam Driver. Do you know him? He plays Kylo Ren in the Star Wars films. Oh
2: yes, yeah. very famous. Ball- He's a heartthrob now, isn't he?
4: Oh, whopping, whopping yeah. heartthrob. So he, we did a play together where, he, uh, ironically, he played a Welshman. I played an Englishman. First day of rehearsals, we turn up and, he, and we're chatting away, and he goes, and he goes, w- w- "Wait, where, where are you from?" And I said, "Oh, well, I, I, funny enough, I." I am from Wales. And he went, ah, fuck you. Because basically, (laughs) they all go, every actor says, it's one of the hardest, he goes, I can't stop sounding Jamaican. He goes, (laughs) it's one of the hardest things to do. And he goes, yeah. and one day, like the first minister, uh, it was Calvin Jones at the time, and and Bryn Tevar came to see the play, and I said to Adam, I said, uh, I said, do you want to get, there's a few sort of, you know, while she's in, do you want to come for a drink with us? And he goes, well, who, who, who's it? I said, well, this gentleman is the first, They call him the first minister, and he's another very famous uh, uh, Welsh opera singer. Um, you know, they're, they're not nice men, they just want to have a drink. He goes, so you think after them watching me playing a Jamaican, I want to have a drink with the King of Wales and <laughs> Welsh Pavarotti? Welsh Pavarotti. I thought I was Win Evans it is <laughs> <Yeah. That's laughs> I what was I, uh, I said that's not. he's not the Welsh Pavarotti you halfwit that's yeah he wishes
3: yeah, yeah. exactly yeah. hey well, well look we'll um, we'll leave you get back to being the Green Goblin um, is that it?
2: Look, that's mate, That's it mate
3: short and sweet
2: uh, Sh- well, unless you've got what anything else
3: for you. oh crap well
2: no, hell of, you're right I had, a, I had a hell of a career um, yeah. we started in <laughs> South Maidstone in Kent, nineteen eighty-eight. I know that's another podcast. That's another podcast
4: for another time.
2: Yeah. yeah.
4: Give me, another... Uh, give me, give, uh, let me. there's it's a two-part question. Okay. Give me like a highlight that isn't necessarily equated with winning a trophy or scoring a try. Or do you know what I mean? Yeah. A moment on the field where kind of an elation. You were elated for a very specific kind of
2: reason yeah. that's okay. not necessarily
4: associated with success or glory
2: all right mine mine comes to mind very quickly shanks so i'll do a quick one Mm -hmm. when i was playing for bath matthew and i i was one of these guys that got picked for england should have been really good got injured It's like he'll be all right he'll get picked again and then kind of got picked again and got injured again and i was never going to be the greatest player in the world but i could have done better than i did if my body hadn't fallen apart a bit and i had a bit more talent Mm -hmm. um however i had this long injury that people kept saying was nothing and my Achilles tendon and it wasn't good. And it lasted, ended up four operations, 20 months. I lost my insurance. They, the doctors, a lot of the doctors told me to retire. I went and had some surgery and I was told the day before the surgery by the England rugby medical type. We are, we do not, we do not sanction this surgery. We are not supporting you in it. You need to think about retirement. I was young. I was 24. I was in a horrible place for a long time and I found this amazing guy who fixed me and we're still close now. And I, after eight, 20 months, um, I took the field and I was a bit fat, fatter than normal. Um, I hadn't run very much really at all, but I called him and said, they want me to come off the bench tomorrow. I don't know if I'm fit. And he said, you're fit. You can do it. And I came off the bench and I hit a scrum. Then I hit another one and I made a couple of tackles. I touched the ball once or twice quite poorly, dropped it once from memory, which wasn't my fault. It was a bad pass. Um, and from Jonathan Humphreys, the Welsh hooker, and I felt great. I felt great and did a job and won the team a penalty in a scrum, which won us the game, and I came off the field and just thought I wasn't very good. I'm fat. I'm more exhausted than I've ever been. I only played for 15 minutes, and this is the best day of my life. Ah. That was oh. it. Um, there you go. That's all right. A good one. right.
3: I'll give you a little one where it doesn't involve winning. Uh, we're playing the All Blacks in 2002 in Hamilton. Steve Hansen, our coach at the time, Okay, so he's former coach of, of New Zealand. And um, he's adamant we're going to beat New Zealand. Like, he's adamant. He's, this is our chance. And yeah. the, we're sort of thinking, all right, we're sort of half with you, Steve. But if we're going to stand a chance and beat him, it's probably going to be at home in Wales. We haven't beaten him for 55 years. But <laughs> we'll, we'll go with it. And he said they've got a new cap, a new player. He's going to be the weak link. We're going to target him all day. In attack, defence, everything will target him. And we start going through the team list, right? And it's like 15 Mulyaina, 14 Rico Gear, 13 Tana Umanga, 12, 12 new cap Daniel Carter. So we're like that. Right, that's it. Never heard of him. Never heard of him. That's what we're going to do. And anyway, that day, um, he went to score uh, 19 unanswered points, scored two tries, kicked all his goals, one man of the match. And I feel like sort of we were the springboard or the stepping stone for his international career. <laughs> um, you created you know, him. We created. Yeah. You know, had he had a shocking game, he probably might not have recovered. Um, yeah. So made him the player he is. There we are.
2: Well That's good.
4: Mm. Calves of a sparrow, that man.
3: Exactly. exactly. Yeah, exactly. It.
2: <laughs> the, the, car- the calves of a Springer Spaniel. Yeah. Um, hey, thanks so much for coming on, Matthew. We really not appreciate. You. We're really chuffed. So thank you. Talked all day.
3: Um, look, I'll put the check in the post. all right? Great, perfect, great. yeah, perfect.
2: perfect. Good luck and, and good. keep going. And yeah, it. stay oh. safe. Cheers, bye. See you, mate. Thanks a lot. Ta-da. Nice one. Tada! Now, bye.
3: Love that. Did you?
2: What a nice man. I love that guy. He's my favourite actor now.
3: How good is his accent though? His American accent? It's like yeah. wow. His impressions. Um, it looked like he was in a sauna. I'm sure he yeah. was. I'm sure he was. Yeah. Yeah. Um,
2: what a what a great guy. Just I lo- I loved him. I thought he was brilliant. He's my fave. Um. He's a good old fella, so
3: i'm gonna have to go and watch
2: well done for for sourcing a a welshman
3: i'm gonna have to go and watch and source the last episode of Columbo now
2: yep so that's exactly what i was thinking Mm. You'd you'd be able to find it and i'm starting the americans tonight i can't wait i'm really looking forward to that
3: and i wonder if we can find any footage of him hanging upside down naked getting his throat slit by tony
2: yeah and hey my question might have been a bit childish but you're glad you know the answer aren't you i did really want to know actually yeah, do you, I mean, I, I'm the
3: type of guy that just let it all hang out. You know, I am what I am. Sorry about that. I try yeah. not to. I try not to, you know, drag it on the floor, hit you in the this eye with a, it. But
2: this is how Jeebus made me. Mm. So, deal with it. Um, name was good. I'm um, I'm gonna look for Colombo this mm-hmm. afternoon, and I'm gonna. I'll probably spend a bit of time looking at cars on the internet. To be honest with you, <laughs> <laughs> so I do that a lot. Horsepower hanger is my um. The problem is, the poor bloke, <laughs> he's called Johnny May coincidentally, <laughs> Johnny May from Horsepower Hangar, we've got each other's phone numbers, and the poor bloke, he must regret the day he ever gave me his number, because I'm pesting him now, like I've got a conversation going with him now, the poor bloke, and he, he deals with proper motors, like proper job, <laughs> and I was oh, I quite like these, qu- he goes, you ever going to buy one, I was like, I might be a time waster, he goes, well, alright, don't worry about it, let's just waste some time together, so he sends me these cars, I'm like, no, not the one, No. Wrong gear stick. No, wrong wheels. Yeah. But then I send him want to say, this is perfect. And he's like, mate, zoom in. Go on your laptop. Zoom in on the third of four wheel pictures. Look at the hubcap. It's different. thing is, mate, I think it's different. I get it.
3: I get it. I go online and look at golf. You know, I look at drivers. Yeah. I look at wedges. I look at tailor made silver P790 steel shaft irons, which I want. So, um, yeah, you, you know it's like. I'm not quite saying? as addicted to it as you. But I do like looking at stuff on the internet. Um, yeah. And a lot of fruit. I like looking at fruit on the internet. So there we okay. are. There All we right. are. All right. Good luck to you, boy. Keep going, yeah? Yeah. Um, I'll speak to you soon, right, Dave? And, you know, look All after right. yourself.
2: And each other. Yeah. Take care, fella, boy. Bye. Let's now.
1: Hold up.